Here is another question presented to me lately by an honest inquirer in my answers, which I'm sharing with you. If you have another way of answering these questions, please feel free to comment. I would love to hear from you. Question, how can I make myself strongly believe that Jesus died for our sins? Did Jesus himself say he died only for the sins? If yes, whom did he say? Answer. First question, from how the question is framed, I understand you believe already, but you just want to make your belief stronger. Let me answer it practically. Let's say you're still a single lady. A man comes along and seems interested in you. He starts dating you. When you go out with him, isn't it that one of your primary intentions is to know the person better? The business world calls that due diligence. Before a businessman commits to purchase something from a new foreign supplier, he investigates and gathers all information he can about the seller and the product before he initiates any financial transaction in favor of that seller. The lady in our example also will probe and examine the personality, education, family background of this person over time. She wants to develop some level of confidence and trust in this person after having a good knowledge of what kind of a person this man is. She does not want to wake up one day to find out that her husband is a wanted criminal, or pedophile, or homosexual, or a habitual wife beater, or has children from several other women if you know what I mean. I know there are cases of whirlwind relationships where a couple gets married in a very short time from their first meeting. Rush marriages are very inadvisable decisions and I would never recommend that to people I know or are dear to me. When a woman or a man conducts due diligence and finally approves or accepts the character of the person, then love can finally blossom and transform into marriage. In short, love becomes stronger when you know and believe in the object of your love. Jesus Christ, the Son of God demonstrated His love for us. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5 8 KJV You trusted in that love. Make it stronger by knowing him more as he has revealed his heart in the Bible. As you read and meditate on the word, you will become more and more confident about his love for you and in what he has done to save you from your sin and the effects of it. Second question, the short and sweet answer is, yes, Jesus did, and he said it to the Jews and everyone else who was within earshot of his messages. The long answer goes like this, in today's English Bibles, we won't find in the Gospel accounts Jesus precisely saying the words, I will be crucified and my death will be payment for your sins. Neither will we find the exact words of Jesus declaring himself to be God. These are among the points raised by Mohammedans against the deity of Jesus Christ. Such issues are of course based on ignorance of the scriptures and Jewish culture at the time the Bible was written. But, if you were a Jew during the time of Jesus, hearing him would make you understand that he did make such statements except that he used Jewish terminologies from the Old Testament which the Jewish religious leaders and even the common people were familiar with. For example, when John the Baptist, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit called Jesus the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world in John 1:29, this was in reference to the Mosaic ordinance of animal sacrifice for the expiation of sin. This also pointed back to the testing of the patriarch Abraham who would have sacrificed his son Isaac but instead used a ram that God gave for the sacrifice. He used the title I am which was how he revealed himself to Moses when God spoke to him from the midst of a burning bush. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am, and he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Exodus 3:14. He also used the title Son of Man which was greatly used by the prophet Ezekiel of himself when God spoke to him. Jesus, later on, identified himself with Ezekiel by way of prophetic fulfillment when he said what Ezekiel also said. For example, 
Ezekiel, in chapter 34 expressed his indignation at the religious leaders, and Jesus also did the same, he also called himself the Great Shepherd. I am the Good Shepherd, the Good Shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. John 10 11. The prophet Daniel was more explicit and makes it clear that the real Son of Man of Scripture is the Lord Jesus Christ in Daniel 7 13-14. The Gospel writer Luke wrote in Luke 24 46-47 and said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah, Christ, should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. The prophet Daniel used the title Messiah for the Savior who would yet make his appearance more than 600 years later. Mark.10.45, For even the Son of Man came not to be served but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. This is Jesus speaking of himself as the Son of Man. Finally, the prophet Isaiah wrote in the 53rd chapter of his book, But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his stripes, we are healed. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people? And they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him, he has put him to grief, when his soul makes an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days, the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied, by his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Finally, let us disabuse our minds from the current concept of being entitled to the right of knowing and understanding God and His ways on our terms. We don't define God, He defines us. We don't quantify or qualify God, He measures us according to His standards. We don't judge God, He is the judge of both living and the dead. We don't overrule God, He is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. We don't tell God what to do or say, He is the Sovereign God. The casual seeker won't find God even with all the strength of his mental acuity applied but having his heart in the wrong place. On the other hand the humble and repentant sinner will get God's attention in a snap of a finger. Which one will you be today? Friend, if you die tonight, where do you think you will end up? If you are unsure of your eternal destiny, now is the time to make your life right with God. You see, all human beings, me included, are sinners. If you would honestly assess yourself right now, you probably have lied to someone or taken something that did not belong to you. You might have looked at someone with lust in your heart, or hated someone and wishing him slash her evil, or used God's name as a cuss word. If so, that makes you a lying thief, an adulterer, a murderer, and a blasphemer. I think you know where such kinds of people end up already. But God sent Jesus to earth on a rescue mission. That's what it says in John 3:16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. All who turn to God in humble repentance, coming back to the Creator and ask for forgiveness, believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who gave his life on the cross as payment for sin, who rose again the third day, ascended to heaven and is coming back to take all his believers with him to heaven, you can receive forgiveness for your sins and be restored into a relationship with God. All you need to do is repent, ask him to forgive you, and entrust your present and future to Jesus Christ. 
If you are sincere, the Bible says you are saved and made as new again. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a heart one believes unto righteousness, and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Romans 10 9-11 You can stop being ashamed of what you've made out of your life. Guilt does not have to haunt you until your dying day. Accept the offer from Jesus and the receipt his gift of eternal life today. Hurry! This offer is good only until the rapture. If you've made a decision to believe in Jesus, let me know. I wish to help you grow in your new faith in the God of the Bible whose promises never fail. Are you blessed with this issue? Well, bless others with it, too. Click on the follow button for more issues like this. Until then, God bless you.